to find Can time. Can I ask you a question about your life? Uh, Before you get into it, you are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. It is here where we discuss random topics, we have an unrehearsed conversation about that topic, and then provide you, good listener, with a quality review on the topic. My name is Mike Hodgins, I'm one of your three hosts on this show, along with the one and only Bo Schwartz. Hello, Bo. Hi, Mike. Thank you for the warm welcome back to the show. Ah, yes. It's been, it feels like it's been a while. And, of course, the other one and only Crofton Steers. Hello. Hey, what's up, listeners and Mike and Bo? How are you all? Still living. Well, yeah, right. In this era of the pandemic, we're all like, hey, COVID-19 free so far. Socially isolated. So this is the part of the shows now where I make jokes about Bo's release schedule of these episodes. Uh, and I just, I just will point out that like, like who knows what sort of world this episode will meet. But right now where we're at, we're all in uh, self-isolation, right? When it's released, people will be like, COVID-19, bah! now that we're in like super flu 2023, that feels like nothing. Super <laughs> it's coming i listened to this uh sam harris podcast of course with some some dude who's like an infectious disease expert and he was very dismissive of the whole covid thing and he's like well you know like look the death rate's like one percent probably less than uh and he's like you know one day you're gonna get something that comes along with high transmissibility uh, has a long enough incubation period and a sixty percent death rate that's going to decimate the world. He's like, th- he's like, this is a minor uh, dress rehearsal for that. So I was like, hmm, okay, food for thought. But on the lot. other hand, like everybody's saying, like the last time there was some shit like this, it was like the Spanish flu at the beginning of the nineteen hundreds. So if we go a hundred years before our next pandemic well that'd be pretty good we'll we'll probably have destroyed the 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 planet environmentally by then yeah. anyways well we we there's no reason to just limit ourselves to one way to destroy humanity crofton we we're human beings we can take it on in multiple fronts let's destroy the environment uh, economic meltdown and ourselves through um diseases well, I, the I, thing is, it might accelerate because, like, these diseases are many of them are zoonotic. Like, it's you, you, we get them when we encounter species. And human beings are, you always know I go on about this, like, overpopulation is the root of all our problems, basically, are just like intruding yeah. more and more into the, into everything. And it's like, it's like we're deforesting more. We're coming more into contact with all the remaining stuff we're destroying and that we're more likely to get more zoonotic viruses in in a shorter time frame talking to uh sort of my wife about this and she was like there was somebody on facebook that had just sort of asked all their friends was like what do you think the world's going to be like after this like what is going to be a permanent change and uh and jesse was sort of like answering because she she worked on um on files related to zoonotic diseases and was saying like well people will take these more seriously warning bells have been you know been sounding for quite a while and nobody was paying attention and now they will and i i was like oh yeah that's that's a positive way to look at yeah. things but i was everyone also thinking, said that during sars too i i was sort of i was sort of thinking about um you know people are like well now there's no smog in LA and you can see the stars and all sorts of stuff about 
about you know like the the, the parasite that is humanity is is regressed or something and and that, that we're all going to come out of this this thing and we're going to see the error of our ways and we're going to start we're going to start polluting less and and I and I started laughing to myself because I was just like you know what's going to happen is that you're going to get these assholes who are like. Who's that, who are like, man, I missed half a motorcycle season. I've got to go double hard. And now I've got, <laughs> and now I've got the right to burn, like I, to burn, like, yeah, we, I we saw just a Corvette to- out in the road today, just like burn past us on bank street, which is not a racing road. It's like, well, people are just going to, there's a subset of the population that'll be like, Oh, we saved some carbon. That means I can burn it twice as hard, you know, like, and, uh, and that's that's what's going to happen. Like people are like, oh, you know, maybe folks are going to see, see now that you can work from home and you can do all this. I'll tell you what's going to happen. If it's anytime soon that we revert back to normal, people are so desperate to go back to the way things were. And it's a conservative mentality overall. Nobody's looking at like how they are living right now and are like, this is sweet. They're all lamenting the stuff they don't have. So as soon as, as, soon as the world goes back to the way that it was, everybody's going to be chasing – you know, what they used to have. And they're not going to be thinking about, hey, you know, when we were quarantined, it was really cool how we were able to work from home better. Uh, they're just going to, everything's going to revert back to the I way think, that it was. I think it's really impressive the number of people that I've either seen talk about, like, I haven't, they haven't driven all week and they normally drive like almost every day. It's, and, and that to me is like insane because it's true how reliant like as a human being, for so many people, it's a daily thing to get into a vehicle powered by an engine and just motor around the world. And it's interesting to see the slowdown. Yeah, and just- it's 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 good. Like I mean, it's funny because I you guys well know that I'm cynical. Uh, and and though last time we talked about this, I was like, oh, there's all these silver linings, you know, like oh, this is a good opportunity to like pilot universal basic income you know we're getting a bump from carbon emissions not being but i'm like i all signs point to people like how can we get back to exactly where the fuck we were before the start as quick as possible like like uh it's like it's also kind of human nature to be like how can we get through this and learn nothing because that they're like that would be the best if we could somehow pretend this never happened but there's a lot of people who are just waiting for they're like they're sheltered up and it's like when the cure comes because they just expect, like they don't—they're not involved in finding the cure. They just expect modern society at some point to provide it to them, and they might not be wrong. Like people are working on it, but but in in their defense, I will say that like there's few things that are that people would say are better right now. It's because you can't hybrid them with other things. Like I kind of like working from home if if done properly and structured well and all of this sort of stuff, but I miss going out to places, going out to parks and all of this sort of thing. So so I mean like obviously the, the the best solution is something in the middle but i think people are going to rebel against the state that we are in cuz they want the free the freedom or that that they had before they're not going to have positive like the, what formulates change is if you like something and you want to keep it like so if you like something about this new world order we're in well then you're going to fight to keep it and people will be like well now we know about this thing we're not going to switch back but for the most part people don't like anything right now they're not happy right now really they're they're bearing with it they're doing what they got to do but as soon as they're given the okay they're going to go you know they're going to go back to their old ways on everything 
um i think like you can yeah i think you're right and it's funny because i am one of the i am totally into this i like it way more than normal and i'm like oh, i could get behind the permanent quarantine but i am certainly not not the the norm and i think it's it's also funny because um i think you're totally right and and uh it's like so we live in ottawa as some of our listeners who heard the show before know this is a winter city cold place and it always strikes me as funny ottawa's hilarious in the springtime when you start to get warm days people go nuts and it's the same exact thing people have been cooped up inside and you'll get one day where it's like 14 degrees and sunny and there'll be people on patios like it just the streets are crowded because you've been all long winter cooped up essentially in some kind of form of like Mm. social isolation to some degree and then it's like finally and then at the start of spring like this city it goes crazy because we've been and i feel like this socialization isolation is like that worldwide it's like everyone's in winter it's in hibernation mode and when that is over like spring in ottawa People are going to be like, get me the hell out of here. I got to get out on the streets. Yeah. So, I it, mean, al- yeah. it always made me laugh because the, the, the Ottawa has Ottawa race weekend, which is like this giant, you know, marathon and stuff that, that takes place. And there's so many participants. And it's like in May and like I think fairly early May for the most part. And always, always when it happens, I'm like, we're doing this already. Like, what the hell? Like, can we not do this in the summer? It, but like everybody is stoked to do it because it's like you say they're they're all like oh wow we're we're outside and there's like festivals all summer long like we gotta pack it in <laughs> the winter is long and brutal so yeah I don't know I just think it'll be the if same it, if this yeah. state of affairs persists till next winter next winter is gonna suck balls yeah the winter's gonna be but you know in some ways it's easier to self-isolate in the winter but i don't know yeah it's good you're right i mean it's it's not gonna be good it's better that this is going into the spring that you can at least you know try to get outside and and uh and, and well, I mean, keep your distance from people but you can be outside i think you more- can still do things like today i saw joggers and I even saw joggers pass walkers and provide a rather large berth between one another, which I was like, oh, okay. You can yeah, still take, you know, chance and your chances are very, very, very low probably if you're going for a jog or a drive and not interacting with anything. Um, same with, I saw two people on out in a boat. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's fine. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to pick up out in a boat? Yeah, uh, boat's fine. I mean, yeah. I've been out for a canoe ride, uh, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. No one's going to bug me. So there's here. stuff to do. It's just, you know, the Walmarts and uh, yeah, <laughs> the public and- places, and, you know, you got to keep that part to a minimum. But, like, anything outdoors, you're probably no, it's not fine. That- it's not that easy. Spoken to someone who never goes outdoors. Listen, I never Bo, go outdoors every day. I go out my door daily. Yeah, you can't go into parks. You can't go into like the the provincial or 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 national parks. Oh, uh, you yeah, know, that's true. Any 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 hiking or whatever that you would want to do, unless you know like some sort of spot. And and uh, yeah, like like really, you're supposed to like go outside. Yeah, you could do some exercise, but it's like walking on the street. That's what it essentially is. But I mean, but, it's like, like city parks. If you go outside the city, they're not policing the bush. But like, yeah, in here, I used to go out into the country in Quebec, but you can't go there anymore. No, they close the bridge right yeah they did incidentally i have found a sweet activity uh uh for me what i've been doing i found this like there's this conservation area near my house conservation area just like an area of woods 
it's not really accessible very well and there's no residential areas around it so i'm building a mountain bike trail through it and i'm like this is sweet because no one goes in it and it's like probably 100 acres of like this woods and i'm just carving this trail through it and it's only me and this other homeless dude who lives in the woods there somewhere that we've been playing like hide and go seek with each other because i keep seeing his bag in different places and i'm like this guy's probably like who's who's getting in here on my on my homeless woods hangout place are you, actually, are, are you making a trail? Like, are you actually yeah, making a mountain bike trail illegally? Of course, you can't. If you if you ask permission for the city, the answer is no. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, so I just don't ask permission. I'm just making it. Oh, just I by riding laugh. your bike, right? Like you just. Oh no, I'm cutting down trees. And stuff. <laughs> like I'm building a bridge. You, you sure you want to talk about this on the podcast? <laughs> oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> you think someone from the city of Ottawa is listening to this? I I would uh, I would laugh if you and the homeless guy got into a feud and you both end up calling bylaw officers <laughs> on each other. Or you're like, hey, there's a guy living in the woods here. He's causing all sorts of shit. There's a guy chopping down trees. You know, that's like, my own. <laughs> and then they, yeah, and that's what I, I feel like. I feel like I always have this 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 uh, fantasy that when we finally meet, because he's clearly seen my trail because he's using it, and I find his stuff, cigarette butts, in his homeless bag. <laughs> uh, around uh, one day we're gonna meet and it's gonna be like hey why are you building this trail and be like hey you shouldn't be living here and then i very soon i want to be like look let's be friends we're both we're both doing what we shouldn't do let's just let's just keep a wide berth from each other and i'll let you live under that log and i'll keep hacking down trees and making my sweet well trail. you're bringing but the thing is you're like you're bringing civilization in. this is like avatar well the he's thing like is- the what's the race of people called an avatar he's like the nabui <laughs> Yeah. The Navi. He's like the Navi, and you're like, you're like, this trail's sweet. Civilization's great, and you're bringing in all kinds of co- commerce into his. Bike. <laughs> I, I would. I, I don't necessarily want too many people using my trail. So, like, I've used his like his his entryway, which is kind of like haggard and overgrown with bush, and I kind of like you have to get your bike through there. But then once you once you get in there, then the trail opens up. So mm. it's like it's going to be well. Mark. It's like my private little enterprise. I love here. this. I love this new adventure you're on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, did, I, I just told my mountain bike friend neighbors, and one of them went to check it out with his son. He's like, oh, it's pretty good. He's like, you got a, you got a name for it? And I was like, I was thinking of calling it Pandemic. Because at Don't mountain call bike, it that. Call yeah, it the Hodgins Trail. Call Pandemic. it the Hodgins Trail. No, no. Well, Good yeah, then. like I want to. Or I Michael's do, Trail. Michael, my name. The Michael Hodgins Trail, and then make the, the, the sub colon your address. Yeah, that's true. Or phone <laughs> number. Well, <laughs> no, but I mean, once the trail's there, they're not. They're also not going to untrail your trail, right? No, no, they they will. In the Gatineau Park, they will go to great lengths to untrail trails. But the, the way I figure it, anyways, whatever. I'm doing a public service. You know, people can enjoy this trail for generations. Mostly homeless people to get to their illegal campsites, but whatever. I think it would be really funny if Bo was the homeless guy in the woods and it was just his smoking bush and he would, <laughs> he would just come in and he'd be like, God, this ground is so annoying to sit on. I'm going to throw a sleeping bag down here so I can at least sit on that. You guys never meet. And then eventually you realize it was the same bush the whole time. My suspension of disbelief is not there. What, what is it? In the bush. It involves you going outside. Yeah. I agree. It's well, tough. Well, out to the bush, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. When the first time, one of the, I took Ivan out a few times, my son, who's five, because he wanted to come with me and he was clipping down little trees. And uh, the time before I had discovered, discovered the hovel that this guy was living in, it was literally like a giant tree that fell over. 
and who had built kind of a lean to under it. Okay. And I, I kind of, I was there at dusk. And if you're anywhere in the woods in dusk, your brain starts being like, there's a ghost or some, someone's trying to murder you. And, and like, I, I saw the hovel and it was like dark and I'm in the woods. I was like, I gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah. So I went back and I saw it and my son was like wanting to go look in it. It had this tiny little <laughs> entryway. And I was like, oh my God, there's going to be a corpse in there for sure. I was like, I was super <laughs> because the thing is, like, if you're a homeless person in rough shape, you could, you know, go to sleep in your place and then that's when you die. And yeah. who might find you? Some idiot like me going to make a trail in the woods. But you'd so smell it though, right? Like, you'd smell a corpse. Uh, well, yeah, when you get to a certain proximity. but I guess it depends uh, where it is in the decomposition, I suppose. Yeah, if it was just bones. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, thankfully the dude is not alive yet, hmm. uh, or, or is still alive. I mean, by the way, before we move on to a topic, I just want to say happy four twenty to you guys. Four twenty? Did you partake? Uh, no, I'm I'm dry. Ah, uh, well, good. It makes for better conversation in our show. Yeah, but still, it's a thing, I guess. So you know, my uh, my nephew, you've, you've dated this podcast, Bo. That's now okay. You've got a release. <laughs> That's good. It's good. Pressure's good. But uh, yeah, uh, happy 420, I guess. Happy 420. Enjoy your sales of marijuana, I suppose. <laughs> like, like nobody yeah. can celebrate that, I guess, by going out and gathering. Like you do a celebration, so not much point to it, I suppose. Well, but the one thing is that this it's such a strong odor. If you were to just go on your balcony and smoke, everyone would, you know, everyone in the hood could go out and smoke outside. Yeah. You should well, do it after the show, Bo. The, the kids, the Press kids, the two doors down are, are always. There's always like like clockwork at six o'clock. There's a couple of I don't know if they're kids, but young adults uh, in the backyard, down the few houses down. But uh, yeah, let's uh, get to a topic. Let's get to a topic, eh? Crofton's topic today. Oh right, yes. Yeah, I got distracted by the fact that this is a. I was trying to figure out where Mike's trail was. So I. I <laughs> Good luck. It's a secret. I, secret. I, I looked on Google Maps and so I searched Ottawa map, okay? <laughs> it, it, uh, or map Ottawa. And then, you know, the first thing that comes up in Google is like the Google map yeah. of the city. And then I clicked on it to make it big and I got thrown off by the fact that, that, on the top, like left corner, they have a photo that they use to represent Ottawa, uh, and it's Lake Louise in Alberta. What? And huh. and oh. and it says like Expedia underneath. Oh. Like it's like it's like Google thinks Canada is one place. It is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is Canada, right? Yeah. <laughs> The land of mountains. Uh, yeah, check out these mountains. I'm like, are those the Gatineau Hills? No, they're the Rockies. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's weird. I see that too now. And it's like, why is it showing me this like mountain-like? Yeah. All right. So my topic. All right. Uh, uh, it's coming in. Oh, here it is. All right. There you go. The envelope is yours. The bird oh, is flown here, in. Let me. Let you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta put it in your oven at 175 for an hour. That's what my father in law does to de COVID 19 his mail. Just so you know. Really? Does that work? <laughs> yes, he does do that. Does that work or is that. Uh, it's a, yeah, he's, he's a retired doctor. He said it, he looked it up and it can't survive 150 degrees or more. So if you just. 175 won't burn your mail. And I, okay. I guess his mailman. This mail is hot. <laughs> Pre-cooked. All right, open it up. All right, and it is 
This week's topic is handshaking. Oh, shaking. That that's an interesting mm-hmm. and very apropos topic. It is yes. It's so an interesting. I know one. we did an episode where with physical greetings. I remember it. Oh, did we? God damn it. It was called physical greetings and but we it spanned the gamut of like you want to do the kissy kissy on cheeks, uh, you want to do the hugs. I remember because God. I had an awkward picture of like Obama Trudeau and someone else trying to shake hands. Oh my stuff. God, damn no, it! No. I can't. We do this everything was, on this show. This is like a sub. Uh, no, you know what? I say we just go with it because the other one I remember, but the other one being like, because I have this thing. This is a flashback to that one where it's like, it's like you know, it's like hugging. Sometimes you, you get in these. You're like, okay, some person's like a huggy person, and then and then and then it's like established that like, you meet them, you give them a hug. You know, that's nice. I like that. But then it's like this awkward expectation of like, well, I just saw them like two days ago. Do I really got to give them a hug again? You know what I mean, or whatever. And it kind of feels awkward. The like right. handshake, though. Okay, it, yeah, it, I think we can drill down to the handshake because the handshake yeah. is is its own thing. Like physical greetings has hugging, butt slapping. You know, thumbs up, fist bumps, you know, all kinds of stuff. But the handshake. When, I, I a, know we talked a lot about the handshake in the physical greetings one, but the situation has changed. That's what I want to throw out there. Yeah, and it's COVID time and everyone's adjusting to the things they used to do. There's signs all up in my office where people are like, because you would approach someone's desk, you would stand next to them, sometimes over them if they're sitting. And you'd be about a foot away. But now all the signs say six feet away. So I've got to talk to them from all the way over here, you know, so I don't breathe on them or get my, you know, potentially COVID infested (laughs) drizzle into their Say it. Don't spray it, Bo. Exactly. But it is kind of funny when you take a step back and think about handshaking because like handshaking is pretty formal. And and, and often I think of it in in the context of like, Maybe at work, you're being introduced to a new employee you haven't met. It's a little bit more formal. Someone's like, oh, hello, meet so-and-so. And then you so then you meet someone and you say, hello, yes, I'm Mike and someone and this is Bob. And then you, you're like, okay. So we've, we've, we now know who each other is. But then you, you put your hand out in the air and then someone else takes your hand and then you shake. You're like, just thinking about that, it's like, it is a bit weird. Like, why Why do and, that? And why like, is it so prestigious? Like, it is a prestigious and formal thing to take someone's hand and say, I've got your hand in my hand. Let's go up yeah. and down. Yeah. It's a, it gets like, why not left funny. and right? Why, why does up and down? Like, why yeah. is it left and right? That's a handshake. It's and it's kind of funny because it's like, because it's like, you know, if you just change the way it's done, like, like if you have two people stand beside each other and hold hands, you know, that is like, looks more like, intimate it's a child and parent or it's like people in a you know in a relationship but it's like it's like it's not a whole lot different than handshaking it's just like the fingers are not interlocked or uh or it is done in, in front of you rather than side to side but ultimately it's sort of the same thing it's like oh i will hold your hand now for a short period of time i sort of like because my wife and i were talking about this the other night and she was she was saying about like because we were talking about will handshaking ever come back like now like there's a lot that's going to change there's a lot that's going to stay the same we already talked about that but like handshaking is one of those things that i could see 
going away like permanently. And I remember like it used it's so ingrained in the way that I think about things and I think about the world that there were movies like I'm not sure if you guys remember as good as it gets with Jack Nicholson that was like around two Yeah, he was a germaphobe. Yeah, I remember. He's a, he's a germaphobe in that movie and and um and it's played for laughs and it's played like he's he's odd, right? Like and her Howie Mandel, big thing would not, you know, does not shake hands or whatever, hasn't for a long time, is very uncomfortable with that. And I remember thinking, you know, that it that struck me as odd. Like he's the odd one, you know, uh, because he doesn't do this. He doesn't do this thing. He's he's living in in fear of germs t- to a certain extent. But now in this situation that we're in, I'm like, oh, you know. Maybe these guys, fictitious or real, uh, were are have been right the whole time, and this is a a weird sort of practice. Because for me, the the idea is Jesse's like I don't want to shake shake some stranger's hand, you know, like, and and my my thing is like the idea, the reason that you shake hands right now, aside from settling a business deal or something like that, is to no longer be strangers. It's like a symbol to say like, we are now entering a relationship. Um, and that relationship may be coworkers, you know, uh, acquaintances, whatever. Friends. But it's definitely like, not a, a shaking the balls relationship. Like you're shaking hands. The relationship is not, is at a certain distance. Right, right. You're not, you're not like lovers. It's a formal, or yeah. it's a formal relationship. But you you go from the handshake is to is to be like, you know, these are two people that do not know each other, and now and now we are saying that we we are acquainted do. now. Like if if you guys say it's a formal relationship, I don't necessarily agree with that. Like I mean, if you if say up until recently, if Bo introduced me to somebody, I would shake their hand. Right, like, it, like my friends and stuff. Like Breck, Breck uh, introduced me to someone the other day. It's like, oh, hey, I'm Crofton. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. And and we, we shake our hands. We're just not. We're not working. That's together true. I, I was about to yeah. say there was another policy for handshaking, and that's when you're. It's like Christmas or a family holiday where hugging's involved. But yeah, it's a two dudes, and maybe one of the dudes is like a, has a no homo policy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And won't hug people. Won't hug guys. Will hug women, but won't hug guys, and so. Will yeah. give a manly handshake to other men, and I don't Those mean that in some way. I hu- I've people. I've hugged people on the show, men on the show, but there've been those interactions where it's like, is it hug? And it's like, no, it's handshake. We're men. It's a handshake. And I and usually try to, yeah, yeah. That like th- that's a thing too. That's 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 um. If you are what is it scared of? If you're homophobic, basically, <laughs> or if you're just scared oh. of of uh, homosexual uh, feelings of affection. And they make you psychologically uncomfortable. You will shake hands with your close male family members and not hug them unless they're yeah, really close, like your father. But your uncle no, even that, handshakes. You'd, you'd shake. Yeah, my, my uncle. My dad yeah. and I'll hug when it when it when we're really prone down. It's a hug. Well, we've got heart to heart. It's a family. It's a hug. <laughs> but yes, under if we were out in public at a restaurant and it was like, oh, dad, it'd be maybe a handshake. You know, I could. You know. We don't, we don't like want anyone to mistake us for homosexual lovers <laughs> and not a father and son. But you know, some some old cats still are worried about this shit, and it's yeah. a real thing. So yeah, yeah. Like I, I it's funny. I recently had went to, uh, to have coffee with my cousin, who is a nice fellow, and we hadn't seen each other in a while. 
And his uncle, his dad, my uncle, I, I think of is like the most handshake guy I know. Every he was like since I was a little kid, it was like a handshake. He was just not like he's a nice guy and all that, but just very like old school man. And then so my cousin, he's kind of he's a little bit more that way, but he's friendly. But like I make him feel uncomfortable because go up and he's always give me a handshake and I like grab him and give him a hug. Uh, it makes him sort of uncomfortable. I'm like, come on, I haven't seen you in a year. Like a hug. Mm. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, yeah. You just be careful. Uh, if you hug too many men, you might become gay. You got to be careful, Michael. That's all right. I'm I'm fine with that if that's the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, they're but, not uh, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're fine. They're not. <laughs> like uh, one one thing I'll say about that. The yes, like I mean, I, I you know, saying it's not quite formal when you have a handshake, but yeah. it's I I do mean it's like breaking the ice. It's like I've never met this person before. You're not going to give them a hug. You don't. You don't know them. You're not chummy with them. You just met them. You want to be friendly. Let's do a handshake. Blah blah. And one thing I do find, not that you won't ever read too much into the handshake, because of course there's a whole like psychology about what a handshake tells you. But like, <laughs> I mean, you guys have had this. I'm sure we talked about this on the last physical greeting ones. But there's so many people, and it's it's not. It's more often women than than men who give you this like limp like fingers only kind of handshake where you're like what the hell is this and, and that's it's not a handshake but like when you get that and someone like they like put their fingers in your hand so that you can shake them and you're just like what what on what planet did you ever handshake? No, when you put fingers in a hand that way that's not for handshaking that's, that's meant you take the fingers you bring the the back of the hand up to your face and you kiss the it's hand it's just i know but the people like, that, that the, and I feel like it's I feel like it's people who don't want a handshake, but you've put them in the awkward position of like shoved your hand out, and they and they are maybe responding to the to the social implication of not shaking your hand, so they just kind of like. Eh. Be, yeah. But I feel like those people is like what I feel like they may as well be holding like a dead wet fish and just have me hold <laughs> that just feels so like bony, and then and then of course the spectrum goes all the way to your traditional male uncle who tries to crush all bones in your yeah, head. Yeah, the, the, homic- <laughs> <laughs> the homicidal like, maniacs that want to yeah, yeah. watch the world burn. Uh, yeah. like, I get my like the crook of my thumb yeah. and uh, and hand as deep into yours as possible and then try to strangle the, yeah. the, they, the They're trying to make you feel the heterosexual, heterosexuality of the handshake by hurting you. What a powerful man <laughs> feels like this is what a powerful If you were man. as powerful as me, you'd be able to hurt me back but you that, suck that reminds me actually of like and this is uh, it's gonna sound sad but it's not sad but my dad had alzheimer's at the end as you mm. pe- long time listeners of the show will know <laughs> you almost like, said you people <laughs> as you people like, know we, we know we know and remember yeah. but uh but like one of the things is he's very goofy kind of at the end and he had about three or four jokes and you know he would view them ad nauseum or whatever. And one of them was the 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 shake your hand and make you cry sort of one. And but the difference was that like like your strong uncle might do that to fuck with you, but like my dad literally a was very strong, but also would just like take it way too far, you know, like because he he had Alzheimer's. He's just like literally crushing my hand, and I'm like, oh my god, and I'm like, I'm trying to get my hand free and stuff, and I'm like, oh geez, dad, let go, come on, sweet lord, and uh, so like he would just try to squeeze it as hard as he could, like yeah. like literally, I thought he was breaking my hand one time. Yeah. I could hear like cracking and stuff, right. and I'm like. <laughs> 
and I'm just like, God, he's laughing while doing this. Like, yeah, he's yeah, like, he's laughing while doing it. Okay, um, it's one way for a parent to show off how strong they are without actually yeah. physically beating you or anything. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> I could crush you. Uh, but the uh, the thing I was going to say too about uh, shaking hands is that shaking hands is like okay, so there's like there's the introduction. Uh, there's the business deal, like closing of a deal, shaking hands. And then there's the, um, and then like, and this is something I think is kind of old school. Like this is, it's like, oh, you know, I just want to shake your hand. You know, like it's sort of like um, the the idea that you're, you, oh, you need to sh- like a, show this a... per- person your respect, you know, like, right. like I'm just like, I'm, I just had to come over here and shake your hand, you know? And uh it's funny you and bring that, that up because I'm like when when I flew to you know when I got uh, that birthday gift to go see David Mamet and meet him I was like I don't think I said I just want to shake your hand but part of the as I was beside myself with uh, starstruckness I wanted to shake their hand. <laughs> you know I was like sh- the handshake was was part of it yeah and it, I don't know why it mattered but I guess it ma- it you know skin con I guess I, I don't know. It, it is kind of funny because, like, again, when they like, try to walk back, like, what is it that's happening now? And it's sort of funny about, like, meeting people where you're, like, you're introduced to your friend. And you're like, you know, hey, Mike, hey, this is Bob. And then I say, oh, hi, Bob. Nice to meet you. Touch part of my body. And then you, like, that, <laughs> and then you say that because that's what's happening. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that the next time I go for a handshake. <laughs> Touch part of my body and offer my. <laughs> yeah, because if you're mad, it's part of my body. But that's, but that's what you're doing. You're like, you're like, someone you're very impressed with, you go over, you're like, you know, you were so amazing. I just want to touch part of your body right now. I don't care what part it is. They're like, well, here's my hand. That's maybe the least offensive part for you to touch. Okay, I'll take it. And then you touch it. And you're like, yes, I touched part of their body. I mean, it sounds horrible when you say it like that, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's part of the whole like breaking. I think of- there's something superstitious about it because, and maybe it's spiritual and important to a human being. I don't know, but I mean, touching is an important thing. I remember, well, you remember Julie Mondor from high school. She told me something that I'll never forget to this day. But she had, or was it her? It was. I think it was her. Um, it was. She was. <laughs> I forget who told me. No, no, but- I'm pretty sure it was her. <laughs> But I won't forget what that person said. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> All right. So she would touch people when she was talking to them. And she was describing that as a technique, not just for handshaking, but if she was going to say something to somebody, she'd put a hand on a shoulder or at an elbow, or she would make a point of touching people while saying things to them in order to better get their attention and, and better connect with the individual and i found that to be true because most people don't touch me so when someone touches me i i'm alert and i notice and 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 you know as a technique for communication it, it kind of makes it sense is, it is funny because i'm like i've definitely worked with some people who will do that and they'll like they'll touch their they'll like your kneecap just lightly or something like that but usually the attention they're getting from me is my, is my eyes opening wide and my head saying what the fuck Kneecaps a little, a little much. No, but honestly, that's usually what what I'm. That person wants to have sex with you. Whoever touches you, no, like older people or what? There's some people like that. They they have sexual feelings too, Mike. No, it's not even sexual. It's just that that's how some people are. They're like, they're like, I'm talking to you. I'll touch your hand. You know, some people do that with almost every sentence. They'll be like, oh, and then they'll reach over and they'll put their hand and just kind of like a finger on your forearm. 
and and then usually I'm just like, what is happening right now? Like, well, like I understand it's, it's, a, it's a technique to be paid attention to. Like, uh, it works, but usually to be like, my creep signal is on, or yeah. <laughs> well, what it depends is, who it is. You know, I can't go around touching people, or else you know that's a bad, that's a problem in a, in a professional I bet environment you do that anymore. Because and if you took that to heart, Bo's like in the workplace as a man, he's like, hmm, I need to make a point when I'm speaking to my female coworkers to touch them, uh, probably on their shoulder or maybe the the small of their back. <laughs> like, I don't touch wanna... anybody. Well, that is the policy I have. But also. I remember like, that it's a technique. I don't know why it just still sticks with me to this day. And mainly I remember it in order to avoid being manipulated by others more so than a technique in my book, right? Yeah. Like if someone comes up to you and touches you and wants some, you know what I mean? I don't know. But Bo, it... note that this episode has a lot of clips that you could go back and take out of context. So <laughs> let, let me let me double not double down on it, but I have something actually meaningful to contribute to conversation, other than whatever weirdness just happened. But happy four twenty. Um, the, the we don't like looking things up, but I had to check one thing. I needed to check this because it was very important to the conversation. So I did check it. I wanted to know how long have we been shaking hands. And I didn't do a ton of research. I just know it's from, in Greek times, there's depictions of, you know, Athena and Hera shaking hands and stuff like that. So it goes back a long time. So this is a tradition from a time when we died a lot from disease and shit. And maybe we should stop shaking hands like we did 2,000 years ago when we didn't know as much as we do about the transmission of things. But it's probably, like, you know, this is the funny thing. Like, some when, when this COVID thing came out, there were people, I think, uh, kind of... Uh, who is it? Boris Johnson, I think, came out and was like, we all need to get it to develop herd immunity. And, you know, those people were widely panned for you shouldn't do that and we need to try to avoid this kind of thing. But there is a school of thought to that. And I mean, and one of the, like, of, of the fact that, like, you have an immune system and it is built over time by being exposed to things. That's how mm-hmm. it works. And that's why children um, put shit in their mouth constantly. Uh, apparently it is just programmed into human beings to be like, okay, let's, uh, let's bring in some bacteria, like just, and viruses and all this crap. Like kids are just going through that. Uh, and, and, you know, interestingly with this COVID thing, kids are not that, are not that affected by it. And and, I mean, you know, they're, they're not quite sure why, but like, it could be that because their, their bodies are just in the process of building the immune system. They don't have crazy immune responses yet because they're developing an immune system. So I'm like, I don't know that to be like that we should never do that anymore because, you know, the worry is that that leads to everyone ultimately being more vulnerable. Like you don't expose yourself. Uh, like it's one of the, the things that they say is like our cl- clean society is is why we have things like asthma and increased allergens and things like that because we're not exposed to as much stuff as we used to when we lived in dirtier environments. Mm. Uh, and it makes me wonder that, that we're like less robust people if we're not to some extent exposed. Like now I think that the public health response to this thing is appropriate. Uh, but I don't, I think it would be going overboard to be like, I never want to exchange germs with someone else again. Cause I think first of all, like we're all fooling ourselves. Like if you think you're not going to get, exposed to like viruses and uh bacteria like is just you are in is all over you right now it just most of it doesn't do anything to you so it's just like stop fooling yourself to be like i don't want any germs in me like that's all around 
So I just I don't know that so that's how many viruses do you, do you have a sense from anywhere oh, you picked up how many viruses on. a year we get that doesn't oh my god I, I, gotta, I gotta look something up to to tell you guys it's gonna take me a second but it was okay. some because uh, because it it's anyways, true that we, we tend to think about our illnesses by the ones that affect us and we don't think about all the ones that we you know our body successfully fought off and we didn't even know <laughs> you know like well and, yes there are there yeah. are literally tons and tons of of viruses if it's on the order of even like 24 a year i'm like that that's pretty impressive but getting back to shaky hands real quick like so he he, yeah the link is the herd herd immunity no i i get i get the link but there's a difference between being like there's a difference between being like okay let's not like live in a bubble and hey touch my body you know, like there's there's a <laughs> let's get back a, to that part th- where it's weird. <laughs> there's a there's a gap there. Like, yeah, I, I'm not saying that we should live in a bo- in a bubble and that we should protect ourselves constantly. But there is a there's a, hey hey I've touched a lot of door handles with this hand. You should touch it too. Like, and like, let's hold hold it for an abnormally right, so, long so, period of time. So, you know? so like, I mean, here here's here's the classic thing that you would butt handshake up against for uh, the same similar meaning which would be bowing like the japanese do not need to shake hands they yeah have, and, so let's and, bow like would you would like what do you think like do you, should we be bowing do you want to bow well, to I people? Feel like the wave like sometimes you're just like if you're if you're like an uncomfortable distance away from someone and you're somehow being introduced you give them a little hand wave you know you're like oh there you go hello no one's gonna take that professionally <laughs> No, it's just because we've been like we have been grown up in a culture, and and as the Japanese have grown up in their culture and all this, where we associate shaking hands with so much stuff. I met a guy on the street the other day. I I'm doing everything like to be COVID safe, and I almost tried to shake his hand. <laughs> I was like, I, I, you know, we had a conversation, and it was kind of a meaningful conversation. He's having a hard time or whatever, and I was I was just talking to him. And I was like, and then you were like, touch my body. Right? No, but at a certain, certain point, <laughs> when he's like, you know, you know, it's one of those deals where you you haven't introduced each other. You've yeah, just yeah. sort of talked for a yeah, while. And you're like, hey, so like, like, let's break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we've spoken for a while, and then I'm like, hey, I'm Crofted. I live up the street, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm Jill, and I'm like, oh, nice to meet you, Jill. And I can feel my hand like. And I was, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm like, she's like, like, "No, hey, I would." Crafted. He was like, "I would shake your hand. I would totally shake your hand too." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm curious." I said at that point, if we're ever going to get back to doing that. But bottom line is, it's a physical reflex for me now in yeah. that type of situation. I've, and so to go away from it entirely, like when this ends, is going to be tough for people of my generation and older. It's like the next generation where I, 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 I see they have the opportunity to look at our habits and be like. Okay, so why are we doing this? Well, it, it's hard to know what the or like. So Bo looked it up. It's been around since antiquity. It's like it's not new. But what's what's to me super interesting is that we don't know and probably can never know. Like, well, what's the origin of it? You know, and and it's sure. like it, it's like it just makes me wonder. Like, I think of the whole like kids putting stuff in their mouth to gain exposure. Like, maybe at some point human beings did that kind of thing because they wanted you get I exposed don't, I, I, up, but. I don't know that we wouldn't be exposing each other without the handshake right cuz well, like we, there's a huge jet of stream of yeah. shit that comes out of our faces that we literally spit into each other's mouths constantly and don't realize yeah. it so i mean Actually, like yeah you, 
you know what's funny because this makes you think of that you know that like it's like what was that like if you're like you know i feel like i remember doing this with some other kids as it, it, it when i was like uh like like 10 or 11 we're like we're good friends you spit in your hand and then you handshake you know that's, that's right. like the kid like now we're now and we're yeah, you yeah. your hair back yeah. after it's just like yeah. or even better it was like you cut you cut yourself i mean open. yeah imagine Whatever you have now i have you know imagine like, you could like have this um x-ray vision or something <laughs> weird of people having sex and all the stuff that you'd be breathing onto your partner and vice versa right like like just a like you know what i mean like there's a cloud of shit around us constantly. I don't think we need to shake hands. No, you don't. To to to, to spread that stuff around. So six feet thing. Everyone is now know. And first, I'm sure you guys have also realized like, people don't know what six feet is. Half the time, I'm like, fuck people. You don't know what six feet is. I'm like, yeah, and, you, and you know what? If 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 bowing really prevented the transmission of diseases, yeah. Japan would not have a single case of anything. So I mean, yeah, but again. Like it's not that the not shaking hands is the be all end all to save you from just, all this stuff. It's just you are actively putting yourself yeah, yeah. in a situation that you don't need to for what gain? Well, that you I know, mean, like, but, but um, that's what I'm saying is we don't need to shake hands. But even under normal circumstances, because Mike brought up the herd immunity angle, and I'm like, I still think we'd have plenty of exposure without handshaking. I think, yeah, I don't, I don't think handshaking would mean the downfall of civilization because. No one has an immune system. You know what I mean? Think about handshaking for a second. Like the fact that Mike said, like, we'll never know where it comes from or whatever. And he's probably right. The, the idea. Probably some dumb the, monkey was like, hey, you want to shake my hand? The other monkey was like. So, <laughs> so, so, so uh, like, maybe. We figured it out now. But, but say, say like, I want to scratch my nose or pick my nose or whatever. There's like some sort of discomfort there uh-huh. and that I want to de- I want to deal with it. Like I've got an itch or I've got a whatever. And do you wash like, your hands after before you shake people's hands? But but shaking hands is just like it's something that's that's like it's a societal gesture that's been ingrained since we were born from observing others from mm. uh, popular culture from all of this stuff. It is like it really like is just something that we have passed on and said, okay, this is how we do this thing. And, and like, my brain is like, okay, I've got to stop doing this now. Like, how do I do it? It's easy when you have the six feet thing, because Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we know there's always that visual cue to be like, okay, like things are not normal right now, but when things do return to normal, it will be, it will be tough to deprogram this, but it makes me realize the ridiculousness of it being programmed in the first place. And the fact that nobody really questions it or talks about it or think we just, Handshaking is a thing. It's existed forever. We do it. Yeah. You know, like, again, I go back to why is it up and down and not left and right? There's no reason. Yeah. Like, no, but, but, right. Exactly. Like, all these sort of little mannerisms nobody spends any time thinking about. And until we think about, like, another culture, like, oh, they bow in this culture, they do this in in, in this other culture, uh, and handshaking is or touching is not appropriate. It doesn't like, and that's the thing. It doesn't. It doesn't even matter. It's just. It's just a cultural thing. Like, I mean, yeah, because you touch on it with like, you know, we nod for affirmative and we shake our heads for negative. In some cultures, this is the opposite. In some cultures, it's a head wobble. Like, it doesn't. It's like, why is that? It's nothing. Like, do it, you it just that's what it is. So it has. Do relevance. you see handshaking as an American thing? No. 
yes, I see it as an American thing, but I see I see it as a Western thing. It probably is. I think it is. I see it as a British thing. Like I always have the joke that British are very cold, where it's like you know, on your wedding day, it's like, oh, you may now shake hands with your wife. Uh, it's, it's very like I think it is very cold culture <laughs> that way. But um, it, you know, just f- formal. Like I think of it as a yeah. European thing that is spread. Because right. I really think now, and maybe Donald Trump as the quintessential crass American has has kind of like got it in my mind, like the idea of like, oh, we're gonna shake hands right now, you know? And I mean, and hey, and, like, and, like, and that and yeah, business yeah. and Mad Men and all of that stuff, and the idea of like we're 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 finalizing this deal, you know? Like, and we're we're uh, you know, well, I, I want to. But you brought this up in in our physical greetings one. Oh, did I? And uh, and recently, Macron, president of France, got in kind of trouble for this because during the start of the COVID thing, he went to Italy and put his wet lips on the face of the prime minister or whatever of Italy. Uh, and it's like, and, and the thing is, so in our culture, we're like, yeah, we shake, we shake hands. That's implied in other countries. You kiss people on their face <laughs> to say hello, not to be like, it's and not we like, look at oh, that. It's like an exotic, Oh, you know, or provinces. <laughs> well, and even in, yeah, in Quebec. And that's the thing. And, and during this thing, they'd be like, okay, stop kissing people on their faces. <laughs> Unless you want, like, I want, I want the COVID-19 on your face and my mouth now. Like, it's just like I want to bypass my hell. My, my Let us skip the middle man <laughs> into my mouth. Uh, yeah, it's just like I have a new. It, I have a replacement for your line too. Do you want to touch? Do you want to touch me? What is it? What does your epidermis feel like? <laughs> hey, what's your epidermis feel like? Want to feel mine? Okay, hold on. I I I want to read you guys this thing just because I I saw this the other day, this virus this thing that I was talking about. When I read this thing, I was like, I, I was reading on my phone and I had a physical reaction of like, what? <laughs> because the number was so high about a virus. Okay, It's from National Geographic, so probably a reputable source. I'm just going to read you this the first paragraph of this little article. <clears throat> it says, uh, oops, now of course when I went to do it, there's a, there's a pop-up now and I can't read the thing. It's like, we see you're using ad blocker. <laughs> literally in Bob and I can't read it. Oh, man. Uh, That's man. amazing. That's such it. a build up for nothing. Well, once you get it, well, then we can yeah, show I'll, it. Yeah, I'll come back to you. I'll build up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I what? just, yeah. I like how he turned into his dad for a second. He's like, yeah, what? Not worked in. Well, no, it, it was just funny because it was that intense. Okay. So it was, this is it. An estimated, oh, <laughs> an estimated, 10 nonillion, that's 10 to the 31st power, individual viruses exist on our planet. Now, put that in context. That is enough to assign one to every star in the universe 100 million times over. (laughs) It's it's incomprehensible. Like, I can't, you can't, my brain can't even measure that. Yeah, it can't even, but but to me, it was the the kicker was the last one where it's like, I'm like, we're going along, I'm like, okay, this is a crazy number. One virus to every star, not in the galaxy, in the universe, and it's like, a hundred million times, and I was like, that's how many viruses. These viruses are just little balls with spiky things they're hanging out microscopic. Them, right? they're, they're, they're microscopic and they're literally everywhere it's every living thing has viruses viruses have vi- like bacteria get viruses it's just the world is spewing with them and most of them don't do anything to you like that's the that was the takeaway of that article like yeah your antibodies them- can 
negate most of them. Or they just don't have the mechanism to do anything to you. They can't interact with your cells, like whatever. Uh, they just don't do anything. But it's just like it is the being alive is be, to be filled with viruses. Like, and you you can't escape this stuff. So I'm like, should we give up handshaking? I still think it's like to do that is a false sense of like you were saying, Jesse's like, I don't want to shake someone's hand or like, you know, when someone you meet someone to like touch my body and you're like, I don't want to touch their body. Uh, but meanwhile, it, there's it, a stream of spit firing into yeah, your face. Exactly. Like it, you, you, they're talking because you're you. getting that close to ha- shake their hand. No, it's even no, far, no. it's like six feet away. Four you can still feet. fire it into someone's like, mouth. Four feet is not that close. I mean, close talkers are annoying. Like, have you <laughs> ever know, seen like, those? Have you ever seen those like heat maps or whatever when they do when people sneeze and they show how far the shit flies out of people's face? My my brother told me he read something that when you're if you're on a bike path and there's a guy jogging in front of you because this relates to what Bo said that there's like a twenty meter long stream behind them. this is someone who's yeah. exerting themselves of their particulate effluent yeah. <laughs> behind them yeah. I'm like oh god the, that's the city of Ottawa actually released an infographic to that effect recently oh, with, with like. Uh, yeah, no, exhaust, just, COVID nineteen exhaust fumes coming out of your face. Like, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Don't give. Um, so when you're jogging, you should give somebody a, like a thirty meter berth in front of you, basically. Like, I take I a wide berth. I go on. I've been biking. I just finished reason. saying like, oh, I see people out jogging. It's harmless. But if there's people jogging in a line a few feet apart from one another, there's yeah. a there's a big tra- that's a big gravy train of potential COVID shit going there down is. the track. Okay, oh so God. germs aside here, let's just going back to handshakes. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> G- ger- germs aside, uh, the what is the merit of handshaking? Because here, here's here's the thing: I've like always we al- hated it. We we already started by talking about how it's like. Um, essentially uh, used by people who are repressed to avoid hugging, you know, in terms of, in terms of close relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about, about how it, it, it's a barrier to, to closer intimacy uh, with, with some of your loved ones. We, I talked about the business deal closing angle of it, like a handshake agreement that's thrown around a lot. Yeah. I shook this person's hand. So it's like, it, you should sign the document right like a handshake agreement is 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 sort of like a a romantic business gesture that they that is uh so so that's that's another time that it, and, and another time is when you're introduced to somebody hmm. so so for me it's like the only practical reason to shake someone's hand is the introduction to someone like th- that's the only time you really like for me i feel compelled to and i could see the the need to like so you replace that gesture or you get away from that standard of needing to shake someone's hand and you just say like, as Mike said, a wave or like, hey, nice to meet you or whatever, and you don't need to have it. So what is the merit of the handshake at this point? Like, why couldn't we do away with it? Like, why should we keep it or say that it's good in this context or whatever? Like, I, I throw it out to you guys. I, I mean, it did... <laughs> Not, not not to step into another thing that's like this, but I mean, to me, you know, with this whole situation we're in, I'm like, okay, well, why are we going to go back to the aim of full employment? Right now, we have a lot of people working less hours, you know, like, I don't know, because people are going to go back to the way things were. People don't want to change. Uh, and so like, yeah, handshakes, it's ingrained. Like, so, I mean, I don't disagree. Like, why are we doing this? Like, why are we going to stop handshaking? It's like, 
we're not it's not gonna stop because of this yeah, like the only reason i do it is because like i'll be in a setting where i'm not familiar with people and handshakes are expected and i'm not gonna make a big stink about i'm anti-handshake i just toss out the handshake and that's it, how it perpetuates exactly Everyone does and, that. It, we do and, and there's all kinds of things that this relates to that, that i think will resonate with some other topics we've talked about with you croft and like for example you know where i stand on things like dress codes and professionalism looking professional like i think that's all bullshit right like like judge me on how i act and what i do uh but but you know you said and this is true society has expectations there are things that are implied by how you dress how you present yourself like do you are you wearing a tie in a suit and i'm like those things are bullshit it's like whatever those things are expected by society and and so is the handshake in this society like is it dumb do we need to do it no we don't need to wear suits and ties either but we do uh so and all of a sudden no, you're gonna... but with suits and ties i could see wow. like as i said in that episode with suits and ties i could see that it reflects on choices that you've made and efforts that you've put into your appearance like there's a work that involves wearing oh, a nicely gosh. but a handshake requires no work like no, it's like it's, still it's very cult- easy to do but what it is is a cultural norm so so the thing is, is like again it's just a cultural norm yes it requires work and, and i mean there's other things that are like that too it's a cultural norm and so the thing is like all of a sudden you're going to get in these situations because this can never be implemented. You're going to have someone who's going to be like, put their hand out and then you're going to awkwardly, or someone's going to awkwardly try to avoid it. And then what's going to happen is that is a communication thing. The same as. Yeah, I was going to say it's a shorthand because like you can, I can ask Mike, Mike, are you a person of value? What substance things do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Are you professional? Or he could just wear a suit and save me the hassle of having to ask all that questions. I just see the suit and I immediately think this is the kind of person I'm looking for. And yeah. so with a handshake, if I if, if someone refuses to do a handshake, I might be the type to be like, I don't do business. People don't do handshakes. Yeah, like that's the thing. That. Like some people are going to take it wrong. They're going to assume you don't like them. They're going to assume you're rude, maybe, you know, or, or weird. Or you might explain yourself and be like, you know, I just don't feel because, comfortable with germs or whatever. And they're going to be like, this person is a pansy or I, who because knows? Because you would be. Up until recently, you would be one of those things. Yeah, like Howie Mandel would, is now the most normal person, but he wasn't. You like, would you either you would be either a germaphobe, right. somebody who's rude or, or rude or in, or making a situation awkward. You would be do you would be one of these negative potentially negative things. The the COVID situation has changed how we're going to perceive that and maybe we're going to be moving away from handshakes i know personally i'm not in any rush to get back to them i guess the thing is though is that like unlike you guys who both seem to not necessarily like them for me because i'm very social and i also like uh you know i don't know like maybe i like these little ceremonies or whatever but i definitely like don't mind like shaking people's no, hands. Well, just to be clear, because I like I like handshaking. I I I think it's the nice between like an awkward things like hugs and stuff like that, where it's. I think I think it's kind of nice. Like, but I sort of think like in the practicality of it that it shouldn't exist. Like, so hugs are intimate and and they are. They are with somebody you know to a certain extent. You're not going to hug somebody you don't really know, and and then you give them a handshake. But but like I would, but but I would say that that's more than a stranger should get. You know, like you know what I mean. That like you meet somebody you've never met them before. You're like nice to meet you. You know, like but the fact that you're giving them something something of yourself 
in a physical gesture, um, I, I feel like that that's not necessary. But it's like, know, like just imagine like you can you can just imagine this kind of scene in a movie where someone is like, you know, some someone goes to shake your hand and either the person looks at their hand and looks at their face and be like, Oh, shake your hand. You know, it's like this ultimate slap. It's like a slap in the face from afar. Unless you do the rigmarole. Yeah. Like if Crafton was having a house party and he somehow managed to invite me uh, to meet some friends of his that weren't, you know, his worlds were colliding. These are some work friends. You're meeting uh, my bow friend. And they both you were like, Hey, nice to meet you. We hear a lot from, about you from Crafton. And they extend their arms out. Like, I'm going to have to shake their hand or else Crofton's going to be like, why were you a dick to my friends or whatever, you know? Of course. Like, but or unless I um, I can't remember what the word is for, but unless I'm just like, sorry, guys, I have a condition. I'm a germaphobe. I don't shake hands. Please don't be offended. Um, but I really can't do that. It's going to cause me a lot of discomfort. And they're like, oh, okay. You you have mental health issues. You can't shake hands. I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's and, pretty much what people are going to assume. Yeah. And it, it is just interesting. I suppose. Because I do As, think that wait, that Crofton is, wants to slam me. Just let me yeah, get it. In. Yeah, go ahead. As opposed to what you would do, would you shake their head to be like, "I'm sorry, I have a condition. I'm a chronic masturbator." Seriously, yeah. so I, I thought you were going to say, just, "I don't use toilet paper." Just, just so you know, I'm just sorry about this. You should Purell. But like, if that, if of thing, yeah, it's you know, it's funny because you just touch on it. Of things that should come out of this is not like okay, no one shakes my hand anymore. It's just like what I want to see people is like, wash your fucking hands. Like I can't think, I'm sure you guys have seen this too. Sometimes you're, you're, in, the, you're in the washroom at work in a stall. Some guy comes in, uh, pulls out his penis with his hands, rubs his hands all over his penis as he has a pee, and then walks out the door. And you're work? like, oh, that happens all the time. I exaggerated how much he was fondling okay, his penis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you really just got to aim it. You don't have to touch it after that. But, no. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I, I was trying to paint a disgusting visual image in it your It could head. be. Somebody could be like, That's you know success. what? Let me get, there's a piece of, there's a rock stuck in my foreskin. Let me dig it out while I'm peeing. <laughs> he walked out the door. <laughs> He's like, bones, Dr. Boyd. Penis germs are all over the kitchen, all over the doorknobs that everyone else touching all over those ele- just just imagine the elevator button crofton crofton get a mental image right now an elevator <laughs> button you push with your finger index finger right right before you rub your eye a man a man was in the washroom and that finger was on his penis five minutes before now his, his, if his, his penis, penis is clean not a problem maybe he pressed I got news for left hand. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, if he was maybe, sweating, if it was you know a couple hours after lunch, maybe yeah, he pressed the button with his left hand, Mike. Oh, not everybody God. like not set, not everyone's. Like, I mean, maybe he picked his hands. nose and then rubbed it all over his penis <laughs> and then walked out with a watch. Obviously, there's analogies going off the rails. But what is? <laughs> well, so it's like yes, if people would would. If, if greater hygiene came out of this thing, I feel like that would be sufficient. Not to be like, let's destroy all cultural norms. Um, let's not handshake anymore. That seems a bit silly. I feel like if everyone washed their hands a bit more, that would do a great deal of good. And if everyone was personally a bit more aware of how often they touch their face and how often they wash their own hands, perfect, done. We don't need to rewrite all these social norms. Uh, and it's like handshaking, I kind of like it. It's an easy thing. It's understood. It's simple. Uh, and it's like, and and to me, it's no different than being like, I'm looking forward to going to a restaurant again 
when mm. this is over. And I feel like, well, you don't want to shake hands with someone. It's like, well, do you want to sit next to a stranger laughing and, and, and yelling three feet from your head, having a good time with your friends at the restaurant? Like you're, all their germs are going right into your mouth. You know, and so it's just like you can't escape it. So assuming that the handshaking is somehow going to change what you're exposed to with our dense societies that we live in in cities, like it's just it's not going to it's not going to change it at all. So I'd be like, why would we ditch it? Like it's I feel like just I just wash your it, hands. I just don't like anything that says art. Well, well, are we ready for verdicts? Because I'm, I think I'm pretty much there. I don't know if anyone else has. Sure, I'm actually curious what everyone's going to say on this one. All right, well, let me bring in the animals for verdict time. <laughs> animals don't shake. Order, order, I said. Order in the court. I think Mike should go first. Order in the court. Yeah, Mike, go first. But oh. he was almost you were almost there. You pretty much yeah, delivered you're your pretty verdict. much delivering your verdict. Just add on to it and I then know. finish. And then, oh no, I can go first if you want the benefit of one going first. But I can tell you it's gonna be real quick. It's gonna be lightning fast. All right, you just do yours then. All right. I think that anything handshaking because it's up and down and that we don't <laughs> go left and right is just that it's just case closed on why it's so fucking stupid of a thing, and I think handshaking's bad. Bad. <laughs> you just explained why it's bullshit. Yeah, he basically just explained why it's bullshit. Said nothing about how it was bad. <laughs> gave it a bad well. That's drink. how it's bad. It's it's so stupid. It's not even a kind of stupid that I can appreciate. It's, it's so funny because the, the I Bo this the sounds they're coming out of your mouth right now are completely arbitrary. But yet I understand them as a language that we both agree to. Uh-huh. The the noises that you were making. They're arbitrary. Who decided they were that? That is exactly what you just said about handshaking. Why is it up and down? It's like, why does the sounds come out of my mouth uh, right now? Now I'm getting a verdict on my verdict. Yeah. <laughs> now, Hodge, you go next. All right. No, no. Let him finish. All right. Is, what's the oh, verdict on my verdict? I want to play the sound. Do it. We're not we're not helpful at all to help me decide. So I'm uh, on the right. fence. Because it's bad. Between, yeah. Both says it's bad. That would make, I played the sound. Bullshit. Uh, and I'm on the fence between bullshit and good just because it's an easy social norm but you know what no i'm gonna come down this is kind of easy it's actually bullshit i think a lot of these social norms are like why is there i don't know i live in this society i do the thing someone puts their hand out i shake it i'm like do i need to no (laughs) i'm not really offended if someone doesn't want to shake my hand will i shake someone's hand if they put my hand out yes will i judge them if they give me a fucking limp fingers (laughs) yes i will judge them uh so i'm like whatever it's a stupid thing i would not miss it if it was gone and i'm not going to be the one to lead the fucking rallies to get rid of handshaking because i don't care like I so yeah my it's verdict a did help you maybe but only because it, it <laughs> enraged me and <laughs> it lit a fire under my ass all right that's it hi good bad or bullshit fans crofton here Unfortunately, we experienced some technical difficulties with this episode, and uh, we lost the end. So um, that unfortunately included the most important verdict on handshaking, which was mine. Um, And so I am here to deliver it and then do the business to close out the show. But my two fellow podcasting colleagues are not here for this. Um, So handshaking, I would note that this is recorded months in the future of when we 
recorded the episode, and therefore it is all not quite as fresh in my brain as I would like my verdict to be uh, normally. In this episode, I struggled between uh, two verdicts, uh, bad and bullshit. Um, there was just enough negative associated with handshaking and the transmission transmission of viruses and all of that, and not enough good in the sense that it it's not like a hug in which you're getting close and sharing a moment with someone. And uh, if anything, handshaking is a good excuse for macho guys to uh, repress uh, – give themselves from giving hugs like fathers might be like well instead of giving my son a big hug i'm going to give him this firm handshake and send him on his way um so i don't like it for that for that reason and obviously in the germ transmission uh, reason but i do like these little pieces of human ceremony and i'm not necessarily enthused with all the options to replace handshaking um, I can't go out and say that handshaking is is necessarily a, a a bad thing or a bad practice. After this COVID period, will it go away? It might. Uh, it might be greatly reduced, uh, but I expect it to somewhat uh, somewhat return. And I won't have too much problems with that. Really, I still find myself wanting to shake people's hands. So I am going to go and say that handshaking is bullshit. And right now, Bo would put in a clever sound. But instead, it's just me. So handshaking is bullshit. If you have an opinion on handshaking, you want to share it with us, please do by sending us an email to goodbadbull at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at goodbadbull. You can uh, you can pretty much just use Good Bad Bull and find us goodbadbull.com. That'll lead you to the website with all the old episodes. Also, uh, we're wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, all of those places, uh, you will get a great auditory experience where you can then give us five star reviews, and we totally appreciate them. If you have any suggestions of topics or anything like that, you can hit us up. We're all individuals of individual natures. Uh, This is where I would normally punt to the other boys, but I'm here by myself. I have the full authority to give out their coordinates. Now, Bo is easy because he actually has a website. And I don't know if that's like a crazy narcissistic thing or just because he has a bunch of projects going on. That's BoSchwartz.com. You can go there and figure out what Bo is up to, including listening to the two total episodes of The Bo Show. Um, and uh, I, Crofton, uh, you can follow at Crofton Steers on Twitter. Also, um, I do a another show, Dungeons and Diapers, with Orion Murphy, uh, and that's tgistudios.com slash dad, and you can uh, you can totally totally catch up on all the episodes there if you're a parent with uh, with young kids and trying to balance your geeky lifestyle. It's a good show for that. Now, Mike would make some sort of joke about being off social media and being impossible to reach, and then if you track him down, he would shake your hand or something like that. Bottom line is. He is not reachable online. You'll ha- just have to keep listening to the show or maybe send us an email good ba- at, at goodbadbull at gmail.com if you, want to, uh, if you want to get to Mike. So that'll do it for this week. And uh, just because the, the boys are gone and we have extra, extra time at the end to close, just a big thank you for those of you who have stuck with us. I know during the COVID time, um, 
publishing of the, the the show has slowed down. It's been tough, you know, balancing balancing our lives as is tough for all of you. We still really, really appreciate those of you who take the time to listen to the show. And we really, really hope that you will tell your friends and uh, and let them know uh, if if you like it. And if you don't like it, then obviously don't tell your friends that. Um, and so with that, I'm going to close out the show. Actually, you know what? Bo is going to be stitching all of this together. So all I need to say is, end the show, Bo. End the show. Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.